is the Let's Talk Copy podcast, the copywriting podcast where you come to develop your copywriting skills and learn how to launch, grow, and scale your copywriting business. I'm your host, Liz Lyman, and copywriting changed my life. From freelancer to award-winning agency owner, my copywriting business lets me own my own time, which means ultimately my own life. And I'm here to help you do the same. So if you're ready, let's talk copy. Hey, hey, it's another week and it is another episode of the Let's Talk Copy podcast. We are six weeks deep into our eight-week series, our eight-week SEO writing series. And like I said last week, y'all love this. Like I'm getting so many messages about loving this series and if I'm going to do another series next, which not sure, but I am working on some cool stuff over here behind the scenes for y'all. So hey, we still got two more weeks of this. Not counting this week, right? So six, seven, eight. And this week we are going to talk about keyword types. We're going to talk about the seven keyword types that you need in your content writing strategy. And if you know anything about writing for SEO, you know how challenging it can be to write high ranking content, especially if you're aiming for high traffic keywords. And a lot of marketers leave money on the table by not auditing their content for different keyword types. There are different types of keywords that you need to incorporate into your content writing strategy that can generate more traffic and result in way better conversions. So let's get into it and let's start with some basics here. Let's start with primary keywords versus related keywords. Your primary keyword is the specific word or phrase that you want your content to rank for. But with how advanced search engine algorithms have become, Google can categorize your content based on context. And that means using related keywords. A related keyword is similar to your primary keyword, but it's just written in a slightly different way. For example, uh, if I'm trying to rank a piece of content for the phrase natural dog food, I can use related keywords like all natural food for dogs or chemical free dog food to help signal to Google what my content is about without stuffing the content with my primary keyword over and over. And if you find that you're over using those money keywords in your content, go back through and revise it for related keywords. You can run your content through a keyword density checker or even read your content back to yourself. If the way you're using your primary keyword sounds unnatural, it is a definite sign you need to make some adjustments. So let's talk about some of the benefits of using related keywords. There's more to using related keywords than just to help Google better understand your content and of course sounding more natural when you're writing. Related keywords have their own search volume, meaning that you won't just start ranking for your primary keyword, but the related keywords too. And that is a lot of potential search volume. So for example, I've talked about Ahrefs a bazillion times on this podcast, I'm sure, and I'm gonna do it again now. So if you go to Ahrefs, which is ahrefs.com, uh, or you Google Ahrefs Keyword Explorer, you can select related keywords and you'll get a report that shows you all of the potential traffic for every related keyword. If a piece of content ranks for several of those keywords, your potential traffic is incredibly 
high. Like, for example, I'll, I'll build off of the example that I said with natural dog foods. So natural dog food uh, has a volume of like, like, let's say, uh, like the global volume on that's like 10,000 or something, 10,000 searches a month. The phrase natural or best natural dog food gets uh, 3.6 thousand and all natural dog food gets 2.6 thousand, right? So add all of those together and that is a ton of traffic that could be going your way. So now that you know the difference between uh, primary versus related keywords, you can begin to implement multiple keyword types into your content. The most common keyword types are the short tail keywords, long tail keywords, commercial keywords, informational keywords, navigational, location-based, customer defining, and product defining keywords. So we are gonna go into detail with each kind of keyword and talk about some examples. So let's talk about short tail keywords first. Short tail keywords are the most popular keywords that get typically the most traffic, but they take longer for your content to rank for it if it ever ranks at all. For example, let's take the short tail keyword dogs. If I generate a report in Ahrefs for the keyword dogs, uh, the keyword difficulty for that is 84. And that's, that's pretty hard to rank, keyword difficulty of 84. The search volume per month is really high. It's about 703,000 searches per month. And to rank highly for that keyword, I'd be competing against sites like National Geographic. And that's not to say that you shouldn't use short tail keywords in your content writing strategy. Not all short tail keywords are competitive as dogs, for example. But if you're intent on competing for some high value keywords, you need to be prepared to play the really, really, really long game. And next, mid tail keywords. A mid tail keyword which is also sometimes known as a chunky keyword, is typically two to three words and it's considered moderately competitive. Mid-tail keywords are more specific than their short-tail counterparts and not as specific as long-tail keywords. A chunky keyword can still be difficult to rank, but it gives you a far better chance of climbing the rank of search engines. And let's continue with our dogs example, but let's focus on the mid-tail keyword, natural dog food. With that chunky keyword, natural dog food, right? Three words. We can see uh, in Ahrefs, if we run a report, that the keyword difficulty has decreased to 40, but so has the search volume. And that means while fewer people overall are searching for that specific phrase, natural dog food, if you were writing something for that keyword, you'd have a better shot at ranking for it, even though it's still a challenging keyword. And then long tail keywords. Long tail keywords are keywords that are longer than three words. They're highly specific. And the keyword uh, type, it's the keyword type that consumers use when they're closer to making a purchase. This type of keyword is generally easier to rank for, and although it gets less traffic. But just because a keyword gets lower traffic does not mean that it is less valuable. In fact, it is completely the opposite. You should use long tail keywords when you have content that matches user purchase intent. And if you don't have any content for this stage of the funnel, it is time to start filling those content gaps. And you know, we've already talked about content gaps in this series. So let's continue with our dogs and natural dog food examples. 
uh, and look at a long tail keyword. So a long tail keyword in that same vein would be grain-free natural dog food. With this key phrase, the difficulty goes down significantly and it goes and it's it goes down to 30, which is more it's medium difficulty. And we'll see another decrease in search volume. But because this keyword is easier to rank for, you have a better chance at making it to the front page, meaning if you hit those coveted top spots, all of that purchase ready traffic could be yours. The journey from short tail to long tail keywords, uh, it's a a whole user journey in itself. The more a user knows about what they're looking for, the more specific that their search terms get. In our example, our user went from the general term term dogs, likely found information about what to feed their dog, and then shifted their search to something more specific, right? Like natural dog food, which was our chunky keyword, our mid-tail keyword. After that research has been done, our user went even further down the sales funnel and looked up grain-free natural dog food, right? See how all that works? So like I said, long tail keywords, way more specific, less traffic, more likely to make a purchase. And let's look at our next keyword type, commercial keywords. So commercial keywords are keywords that indicate a user's interest in making a purchase. So these modifiers signal to search engines that the user needs to be served these results. And commercial keywords might be something like, like let's stick with our dog food, right? Uh, The commercial keywords might be highest rated natural dog food or best grain-free natural dog food or cheapest grain-free natural dog food or grain-free natural dog food reviews or most popular grain-free natural dog food. Using a commercial keyword shows high intent, meaning that the user is likely to make a purchase in the near future. In our next keyword type, location-based keywords. Location-based keywords are exactly what they sound like. They're they're keywords or phrases that a consumer searches for that determines their location. So an example of a location-based keyword uh, would be natural dog food near me or using the specific location such as natural dog food in Austin, Texas. Location-based keywords are primarily used for brick-and-mortar businesses in which a customer can visit in person and are extremely handy if you're trying to show up on Google Maps. Next keyword type, customer defining keywords. A customer defining keyword laser focuses on who a product or service is for. So continuing with our dog food example, a customer defining keyword might be best dog food for small dogs. In this case, the customer defining modifier is small dogs, specifying a characteristic of who is consuming the dog food. And let's hope it's the small dogs. Uh, And then product defining keywords, um, which is our last keyword we're going to talk about. So like customer defining keywords, product defining keywords further specify information and narrow down search results for users looking to make a purchase in the near future. A product defining keyword clarifies the product itself. So for example, grain-free natural dog food, small kibbles is a product defining keyword. The small kibbles is the descriptor that defines the product. So let's do, let's do like a, a quick rundown, right? Of everything we just talked about. Short tail keywords, one to two words, high keyword difficulty, higher search volume. 
in that example that we went over was dogs, right? A mid-tail keyword would be somewhere between two and three words, has a moderate difficulty, less search volume than the short tail and more search volume than the long tail. And an example of that would be natural dog food. Long tail keywords, three to five words, lower keyword difficulty, lower search volume, but high intent. Green free natural dog food. Commercial keywords indicate user and interest in making a purchase in the near future, and that would be something like best grain-free natural dog food. Location-based keywords determine a user's location. That might be natural dog food in Austin, Texas. Customer-defining keywords define a characteristic about the consumer, which would be natural dog food for small dogs, something like that. And then finally, product-defining keywords define a characteristic of the product. So natural dog food, small kibbles. And here's a tip. If you want to create content that fulfills user intent and utilizes all of the keywords, your content strategy should absolutely include topic clusters, which we have talked about topic clusters in this series before. And if you have not yet listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. You will totally understand why I'm completely obsessed with topic clusters. So using different keyword types for different user intents and varying stages of the sales funnel helps you generate more traffic to your site and attract those potential customers. And as a marketer or content writer, understanding how to implement different types of keywords helps you create super high-performing content. You need more than just short tail keyword types if you want your content to compete. So use these seven different forms of keyword and see how well your content ranks. And my friends, we have now made it to the end of this episode of the Let's Talk Copy podcast. And you know what? I'm not really sure which one we're going to release next week in terms of these last two uh, parts in our SEO writing series. So it'll just have to be a surprise. And if you like what you heard here today, my friends, I would super, super appreciate it if you would go and leave a review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is, and give this podcast a ranking and review so that more people like you can find us over here in the Let's Talk Copy world. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'm super easy to get a hold of. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Let's Talk Copy or over on my website at lizsliman.com. And if you have not yet subscribed over on YouTube, I would super love it if you would come over and do that. And plus, sometimes it's just fun to put the face with the voice, I guess. Um, I'm putting out videos every week over there. Uh, thankfully, I have a really awesome video guy because I am real bad on camera. He makes me look like I know what I'm doing. So shout out to you, Chad. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining me here today, this week, and I will catch you next episode.